Vande Guru Nam Sharanarabinde Sandarshita. Oh, you're ready. I am ready. <laughs> Hi, everybody. As I said in the chat, we're just letting the room fill. We're a little early. We just like to log on early and make sure that everyone can hear us. I was listening to Ray of Light on the train from start to finish. So glorious to listen to it like oh, that. Oh, thanks for... We are not taking callers just yet. I, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Hold your calls. We're, 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 we have a little bit of business to take care of at the upfront of the show. We will get to your calls a little, a little bit into the program. But keep that enthusiasm coming. <laughs> yes. Bring us together with your... In every nation. <laughs> no, sorry. Wrong album. Ray of Light doesn't really have sort of like party anthem songs like that, does it? I feel like nothing really matters could, could fit mm, in that vein. True. That's probably the most euphoric. Well, I guess there's Ray of Light. Well, Ray of Light. But Duh. to me, Ray of Light is so... To me, Ray of Light is sort of a protect your peace. I feel like I just got yeah. home. Yes. Yeah. And it's more of like inner soul child, you know, like a touching base with your inner self. Yes. Yes. Hi, but I mean, that's anthemic, you know. Let's not Indeed. spoil it. Liberty, we're... we're we're jumping the gun here. You know? I'm so excited. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> what time do you guys think all these rehearsals are taking place? 3 a.m. or 3 p.m.? <laughs> late. Yeah, it's. I, I guarantee you it's late. And I wonder... Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. We, we're going to get to it. Stop. Well, it's it's one past. Let's... We can, we can get... We can kick off, right? Yeah, yeah. let's get it going. Okay. Hold on one second. Because <clears throat> I've got music... Excuse me, but I'm singing in one key and you're singing in another. Poor is the man whose pleasures depend on the permission of the Open the door now and, and suffocate. Just give me a fan. I don't trust any man who hasn't kissed another man. I'm waiting. All right, people, it's time to get your dancing shoes on. You are listening to MLVC. It's all Madonna. Welcome to the party, bitches. Oh, well, hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special MLVC Live. It's Stefan. How is everyone today? Doing fabulous. How are Wonderful. you? Who do we have with us today? It's, it's, different, it's different when it's a live show. <laughs> Who do we have with us? Today? Hi, Ben. Hi, Liberty. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hello, lovers. Tony, what is meant to be on this? I maybe he's still asleep because the boy works very hard. So maybe he'll join us a little later in the day. Keep an eye out in the chat for Tony if he's skein. He he can't get onto the live show. Keep an eye out for him. But I got a I got an eye on it. Thank you, Benjamin. I appreciate it. Uh, just as a reminder, we will be taking calls momentarily. Just a couple minutes. We have a, a few bits and pieces to get to before we start taking phone calls, and then we will get to your enthusiastic phone calls i trust trust um but before we get to that just a little business remember you can find us on instagram at mlvc podcast if you'd like to donate to the show help keep help <laughs> help keep this show going we're on venmo at mlvc podcast or think about becoming a subscriber on patron patron.podbean.com forward slash mlvc podcast shall we dive right into this week in chaconi what do you two think let's think go baby yes so Oh, Liberty, can you? I, it, it doesn't sound right if we don't have your lovely singing. 
You know she'll take you there. I've been yelling all week. <laughs> you do? You sound a little raspy. <laughs> yeah, that's European leg blonde ambition. Exactly. <laughs> I think wow. I'm getting ready for when the tour's oh, about to end. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you need some throat spray. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, loud and clear's in the chat. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Justice for oh, Nikki. Yes, Nikki Finn forever. All right. Well, so for everybody tuning in, we wanted to do a little bit of This Week in Chaconi first because there is a couple things that had to be had to be spoken about. Number one, Benjamin requested, we must, must, must talk about the Celebration Tour workshop rehearsal photos that Madonna has been posting. What do y'all think? Yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Let's get to it. Well, I mean, very reminiscent of what she used to post when she was in the workshops for Manamax. So it seems Mm -hmm. very familiar. So theorizing that apparently where they're at right now in the tour process is Madonna with musicians, her band, maybe some dancers. And they're just sort of feeling their way through some songs. I assume Madonna probably has a tentative set list and she's going through each number one by one. The dancers are presenting maybe their, their choreography ideas to sort of help visualize it. Madonna's maybe working through the arrangements with some of the musicians to sort of see what the arrangements are working. I guarantee you Madonna is probably not dancing just yet, but I'm sure she's getting tour ready. Um, Yes, correct, Chris, maybe recording some tour demos as well. Although I did hear that Madonna spent a lot of time in the studio with Mike Dean before she went to Africa. So maybe that's when she recorded tour demos. I don't know how that process works, but um, I don't know. Liberty, what are your thoughts on the pictures? Gosh, well, what's what is there really to talk about? I mean, really, everything. Well, yeah, but I mean, I can't see the lyrics, <laughs> so I can't see what the, you know. But I've loved that people have played like it's definitely Candy Shop, <laughs> and that they're photoshopping the the lyrics to Candy Shop on there as you know. But it, what's funny to me is that after all of these years on some of those songs that she still needs the the lyrics picture right there or the lyrics p- printed right there for her to go through. Um, but I guess she's working on, you know, seeing what will, what will she be capable of vocally? What will mm-hmm, she be mm-hmm. uh, able to, to do every night without, you know, getting bored? Um, I just watched, rewatched a girly show interview where she's like, you know, songs like, like a virgin and material go, this is, just 10 years after those songs came out, by the way, they're so old. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking like, man, you know, she has to reinvent them again. And, and what's that like? And, and who's helping her in, the, in, in that little studio where she is in her rehearsal space? Who are the musicians that are traveling with her? No um, Monty this time. Nope. No Monty. I'm no shocked. No Monty. Yeah, that's, that was a, her long-standing guitar player, teacher, Monty's not joining us tour. He's apparently too big. What's the band he's touring with right now? Ministry. Uh, is, okay. I, I think he's either Ministry that he's on tour with or continuing on with. or But, yes. yeah, Monty is is not joining. So well, it's, um, it's time for the, the band to get a revamp. Even though she, she had some of those new musicians on Madam X, a lot of the core instrumentalists who were playing like, you know, the guitar, the bass, the keyboards, those were all the same people that she's had since what? The Sticky and Sweet tour? It's time for a new band. Yeah, and the musical, um, he's the main musical director. I can't 
the name is slipping. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kevin. Yes, Kevin Antunes will be will be working on the tour, which I think he's the sort of arrangement specialist, right? I think mm-hmm. he comes up with all of these um, and and sort of manages the band, if you will. But um, we'll see. I think it's it's possible that Ricky Pajot could be on. Uh, yeah, I think Ricky stays in her good graces, and I think she likes performing with him. So I probably she'll probably join as well. I wonder if any of the Madame X musicians, like that uh, the cellist that she had, that I loved yes. her. Oh my god, she was fantastic. Or the that woman Jessica who played the I want to say trumpet. The trumpet, or, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, she was fantastic. Like I wonder if she'll bring more live instrument instrumentation into the show. I hope so because it's one of my favorite things about sh- her shows is being able to see a live band because mm. it's um it's kind of rare I think with pop artists these days you you kind of have like no live band visual right I mean that I I haven't been to a lot of pop shows in the recent I usually go and see rock shows actually so I perhaps. I will be surprised if she has a lot of live musicians front and center and visible I I feel like it's going to the way the stage is set up, I don't I don't know that they're going to be as connected to the show. I think it's going to be more confessions-ish where they show up every once in a while and then hmm. other times they're completely gone. Of course, you can't see the pictures that she's posted of like the dancers and any musicians, the handful that have made it. You can't they're blurry black and white. You can't zoom in and actually see who anyone is. So yeah. she's being very coy. Yes. Oh, we love our Madonna teases, don't we, people? Mm-hmm. She yeah. just loves Queen of Teas, I always say. Although, I do know, I was looking, you can always sort of play detective based off of what she shows and then what Ricardo shows, because Ricardo tends to be not as covert with his pictures as Madonna does. And so Ricardo posted a picture last night of them crossing a bridge. He was crossing a bridge. And I was like, well, if Ricardo's with Madonna in rehearsals, then that, and he's crossing a bridge, that probably means they're back in Brooklyn doing rehearsals like they did for Madame X. And Tony's old neighborhood of Greenpoint was exactly where they were rehearsing. And I remember walking by the, the venue on a way to record with Tony, you know, back in 2019, thinking, oh, maybe I'll see Madonna on a smoke breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, a clove cigarette break, Madonna in curlers and a black wig, you know, standing right. outside. <laughs> well, but, um, the weather warms up and she's got the kids around and they're outside doing videos like they did the last time. That'll, that'll suss out quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I assume they're probably back in Greenpoint if anyone wants to take a field trip and uh, do some stalking. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where the tour rehearsals go. I hope we get a lot more pictures and video enough to, to wet our appetites, but not enough, you know, too much because I don't want to, you know, have all the secrets given away too soon. Right. I know. And I mean, but, but by the same token, I love me some spoilers. So I'm still going to eagerly watch and scour and do all of that stuff. I can't avoid it. I tried not to like, you know, I want to like in my head, I think, Oh, I would really like to be, you know, surprised, but I just can't do it. 
I am too Liberty, we're, we're going to the opening night of the tour. I, mean, I don't care. I got to know everything. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I mostly want to know who the personnel are because once you know who the choreographers are, you can go look at their recent work and sort of be like, okay, I get why she's vibing with this and I can sort of spiritually imagine what she's doing. And that's mm-hmm. the part that interests me because she's always talked about how her favorite part is actually making the tour and then like the first month and then she hates it after that, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, then it becomes a job. Right. You know? But that whole buildup and like, I, cause I think that her creative process with that is very interesting and, and something that as a, as a writer I can relate to it's sort of the buildup to a project is more interesting than the project sometimes. I so. would kill to be in that room. Like, I, I mean, I love the finished product and I love to be able to attend the tour, but how amazing like, and fortunate the people who get to be in that room creating with her, it just, that would be mind boggling to me. Like I would go and like, they could hire me to like clean the garbage bins uh, in the room. I would love that, you know, like or unroll carpets for her or something. I don't, you know, whatever. I'd just be your human sweat rag. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, you know what? I, so years ago I was a production assistant for a small music video company and we did a video for Mary J. Blige and I was an office PA, but for the, because they were doing the video in town in New York, I was like, I asked my boss, I'm like, oh, can I go? And she was like, sure, they need extra onset PAs. So I got to go and I was doing stupid things, you know, like they needed the back of the set wall to vibrate while Mary J. Blige was dancing. So me and the other PAs were like pushing it with our fingers or whatnot. But the one thing that I got to do that was so super cool was in between takes, Mary J. Blige needed to have her, a fan on her to keep her cool in her outfit underneath the hot lights from the set. So I was in charge of turning the fan on and off. And if Mary J. Blige needed some water, I was the person who would bring her a bottle of water with a straw. So that way she wouldn't have to press her beautifully lipsticked lips to the bottle. And so I had to hold the straw whenever she wanted to have a sip of the water. And so I would stand next to Mary J. Blige in between takes and ho- offer her the water. And um, she was very sweet and very pleasant and very amazing and gorgeous. But of that's, course. that's the job I would love for Madonna. During the, I, would, I would be her straw holder for her water bottles in between when she's you know, at the rehearsals. That's, that's what I want. I cannot mm. believe that I didn't know that story beforehand, but I'm fascinated that you got to be with Mary J. Blige for a second. Oh yeah. So she amazing. was, she was so beautiful. And there was this one crazy outfit. Sorry. No, this is Madonna podcast. We'll get back to Madonna <laughs> in a second. Mary J. Blige was, she was feeling a little insecure about her, this one crazy outfit that they had her in. And her sister at the time was her manager slash assistant. And she was asking her sister, do I look okay? Does, are you sure? It does, does, does look too crazy. And I just turned to her and I was like, Oh no, Miss Blige, you look amazing. And she, Oh, thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. Um, so yeah, that's Mary J. Blige. She's very, very sweet. Um, she did not eat the craft service food. They ordered out. (laughs) (laughs) This is so Mm. fascinating. Uh, Anyway, moving on next item up for, uh, up for discussion today, record store release day. So Madonna is going to be releasing 
a special American Life Mix Show Mix, which is an exclusive EP celebrating the album's 20th anniversary and honoring the life and work of the late DJ Peter Rohoffer, uh, who created unforgettable remixes for Madonna and many other artists over two decades. It's a, an eight-track release fe- featuring six brand new edits of Madonna's favorite commercial and promotional remixes from the American Life era. I'm excited about it. It's There's American Life, Hollywood, Love Profusion, Nobody Knows Me, Nothing Fails, Mother and Father, Die Another Day, and Easy Ride. And like half of them have been previously unreleased. So I'm excited about that. Are y'all going to be dancing to a little Peter Roja for American Life? What do you think? Oh, heck yeah. I'm super excited. This is the first time in a while that I've been really enthralled by a record store day release from her. This is really exciting to me. Do you collect vinyl, either of you? I do do have. Yeah, I do have some. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily collect, but I I pick it up if I'm at, because my husband is a huge vinyl collector, um, but his focus is primarily rock, Deep Purple specifically. Mm. Shout out to the Deep Purple podcast. They're his his (laughs) friends. Oh, wow. Anyhow, but I buy, I will buy them, you know, or he'll buy them for me when he goes and he finds one, he'll pick one up for me. So I'm excited for this. I just want it on streaming. Uh, Vinyl is like, what? Why? But yeah. Yeah. I'm in between homes, so I don't collect as anything if I, if I can help it because I don't need any more stuff to tote around with me. But, um, so I don't collect vinyl, but I love that she's releasing it. I love that we're getting a little special American Life offering. I think American Life... I mean, did you see that stupid Rolling Stone article floating oh around just God. recently? Can, can we not Be- talk about... Oh, my God. It was so ridiculous. I'm, I'm Rolling Stone rating... I'm like rating American Life one of the worst albums oh. from uh, a huge pop star. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know who's writing this, but get a clue. It's not a terrible album. And it, like, so it wasn't commercially commercially great, but... Uh, as far as like thematically great and sonically great, American Life kicks ass. So f you, Rolling Stone, yeah. because uh, this podcast disagrees with what you say. Uh, it is not one of Madonna's worst. It's all actually one of Madonna's bests. Um, I, I mean, to think that like if she had never done that album, we wouldn't have had, you know, nobody knows me, and nobody knows me is iconic. Or and as much as much maligned as that rap in American Life was, that rap now is amazing. I, like, I'm sorry, it's iconic. Like, it is, yeah. Fight me well, on a hill, I don't care. But like, I'm so, drinking a latte. It's amazing. The thing of it is, and I was, I got sucked into a cup. I hate this when this happens. Yes, I you did. I saw you fighting Twitter, on Twitter. And I, I dove into a couple of threads about that, article and the album and it's so fascinating to me that it is it's a certain quadrant of madonna fans who don't like the album and they blame all of its issues on american life and the rap and Mm -hmm. listen i thought the rap was funny when it came out because i was like oh this is madonna being like wink wink however it didn't come across as wink wink to a lot of people, especially because she pulled the original video right? where the rap gets that ridiculous mini Cooper runway moment, which it's clearly meant to be like mocking the very, and people took it seriously. Correct. But uh, 
at the same time, like she kind of the tone just I don't know. It, as a writer, I can say that it was tonally just not quite left like left of the tone enough to really land that way. But what fascinates me most about this is that now that rap has started showing up in like TikTok uh -huh. with ears. And I'm yes. like, hold up. And I hate TikTok, but I did after this all happened and I saw the ham, the the group ham, their TikTok. I went on TikTok looking for it. And I'm like, oh my God, there are hundreds of TikToks yes. with this rap. And I'm like, and it's so funny to me that the irony and satire of it is relevant both now, but people, again, this is always the context of art, right? Like she was releasing this at the height of the, the Gulf conflict mm -hmm. and all the lies and the ridiculousness that was going on. And, you know, oh, hindsight is twenty twenty, and she was ahead of the curve, even when maybe she wasn't necessarily intending to be that far ahead of the curve. But. Yeah, I think it was she was trying to be ironic about the current state of the world, but yet it was a bit further ahead, I think, than even people were ready to receive at the moment. And I don't think she was intending it to be that way. Like, I think she wanted it to land and resonate in a certain way. It didn't. People took her too seriously. And then they maligned her for it. And, you know, like, obviously, Madonna was not out there trying to rap seriously as a rap artist, you know? Right, and I think right. that's how people thought, like, oh, now Madonna thinks she's a rapper. No, she's making a commentary on rapping right now in a in American culture. I, yeah, it's. I think it, yeah, the message was, flew over people's heads. Well, but also to my point about tone, the line that needed a tone shift was the, do you think I'm satisfied? Like, there, it, the voice needed to be more mocking in that moment to land it. Because she's talking about the soy latte and all this stuff, and that was that was kind of ahead of the Starbucksification. You know, I mean, three years later, Britney Spears is drinking frapp 10 Frappuccinos a day and going barefoot <laughs> in the gas stations. Right. And that was the point right before the 08 crash that America sort of got Starbucksified. And so Madonna was like several years ahead of that. Yeah, I don't. It's that. It's that. Do you think I'm satisfied? When I listen to the rap, oh my God, we're so getting off the topic of rape. We life. really that, are. That article really just burned my goat in the backyard. It did. I, I know. I saw you were today. you were oh very crusty online. I gotta say. <sighs> well, anyway, all that to say, um, <laughs> we'll American have another life. live for American. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. Yeah, American we need life to yet. revisit this topic in the future. And I'm we've, gonna, I'm we've gonna totally get veered off. This is, this is meant to be a happy ray of light day. We're sort of like angry ray of light, <laughs> angry <laughs> American life. Yeah, we've got our pitchforks and we're good to go. Okay, Seriously, all right, back, everyone, take a deep breath. Oh, I just chugged the last of my coffee martini. After That's that. what it is. Oh you God. need to stop drinking alcohol and caffeine, Benjamin. This is, it, you're out of control. Simmer down. I did a triple saute and I am satisfied. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my Lord. How's everyone doing? Are we, are we all calmed down out there? Listeners? Or are, yeah. we as, are we as uh, revved up as Benjamin? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, now we're all very motivated, but we just need to go back and do a downward dog. Yes, and exactly. Channel your inner, Amer uh, your, <laughs> your inner ray of light chakras mm -hmm. and um and get ready we're we're going back to a simpler time 1998 madonna was a mother and she decided to right she was a mother for yeah. red yeah, life by right? that time. yeah yeah mm -hmm. 
sorry, I'm, again, COVID screwed with my mind. I don't know what happened. Um, Baby Lourdes was around, no Rocco yet. And she was ethereal and into glowy. yoga and glowy. And Ray of Light came out. She had started writing with Patrick Leonard and didn't like the, uh, the way it sonically was sounding. So she, of course, heard some William Orbit songs and brought him on to pr- reproduce the album. And we got the, the gem of the album that it is. And <clears throat> we're going to take some calls momentarily. Uh, when you call in, if you would like to either talk about your favorite song off the album, your favorite music video from the album, maybe your favorite live performance, either it be promo and or Drown World Tour, because technically Drown World Tour was the Ray of Light tour that we got, or maybe just a favorite look. Was there, a, uh, there was plenty of photo shoots that she did for Ray of Light and some wonderful looks that she did. Uh, so when you call in, if you'd like to tell us any of those favorite things, please feel free. But for the most, for, for the time being, Liberty, what's one of your favorite Ray of Light memories? Well, um, there was a Kurt Loder sort of behind, I don't know, it wasn't really a, like a behind the music. It was Ultra like ultrasound. A, yes. And I remember watching that. I was in college at the time and I think I had just finished, you know, Dawson's Creek or something. And, um, we put that, we were watching that, my friends and I, my friends were not Madonna fans, but I obviously had been for many years. And um, they were kind of, you know, everybody in my main life was always a little alternative. I'm, I've always been more in the alt hippie sort of genre. Um, and they were all so wowed. I remember thinking like, wow, this is maybe when I can finally rope Uh-oh. some Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that was exactly what I said. Um, It was like a time when I thought, oh, I can maybe rope in some some non-Madonna fans. (laughs) This, I I wove my, my, I I waved my my wand. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, and then my friends were, were fans all of a sudden. And I think that this was a time when there were a lot of new Madonna fans, new people like, you know, that she kind of... Right, they'd never been fans before. And, and just yeah. brought them in, you know? Yeah. yeah, it was the first time the millennials really got a taste of Madonna. Mm-hmm. And her power. Yeah. Her star power. Absolutely. Cor- that is correct. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> I win. Okay, great. Bye. Show's <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, you know, that's what I really think about when I think about that time, um... And, you know, thinking, oh, good, all of the acid I've been taking is going to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was college, you know? What are you going to yeah. say? The experiment. Yeah. Exactly. Ben, what about, what about you? What, what's one of your favorite Ray of Light memories? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it, my favorite part of Ray of Light, beyond the sort of spiritual vibe, I was also getting into yoga around the same time. I started practicing Hatha and Ashtanga yoga around 96 yeah, I was well out of college, so I was practicing yoga. And so it was fascinating to discover she was also practicing yoga. So kind of similar congruent journey making there. But for me, it was her accessibility 
combined with her sort of like star mystique because it was a time mm-hmm. period that we got a lot of media from her, lots of magazine interviews, lots of TV appearances and performances. She was out and about. The kid was at home with the nannies, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, yeah, it was just so wonderful. She was so available, but yet maintained her like, not, not, I, w- I don't want to use the word legendary at that point, but, or iconic, but she had that star power mystique at the same time that she was becoming even more accessible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really, it struck a chord and, and, as Liberty touched on, I really appreciated how it was an onboarding point for a lot of new fans, particularly younger, because a lot of the millennials were teenagers at that point, and she was putting this album out at the beginning of the sort of teen pop boom of the TRL era. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so she was sort of navigating that and putting out an album that was so completely different from what any of the, the sort of Swede pop kids were doing. Yeah, so it was just like a really fascinating time that she was still herself, but still moving forward. And yeah, that was a, I, I'll tell you, uh, I mean, the, the internet existed and you could learn things about Madonna. And I was on all the different message boards that existed back then. Oh my God. Yeah. And <laughs> so you could connect with fans in a way that you couldn't, from you know what we were talking about in previous episode, the icon and the fanzine era, like the message board era of Madonna fandom was another sort of romantic time period that was hardcore at this time. So yeah, wonderful. that's really when that's it when wonderful. I started when I started being able to connect with people around the world, you know, which I hadn't been able to do before. That's yeah, true. yeah. You went your fandom went global in this mm-hmm. time period. It, it was really just wonderful. Yeah, you didn't feel quite so isolated as a fan. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think one of my favorite moments of the Ray of Light era was, hands down, uh, getting to see Madonna at the promotional show she did at the Roxy Nightclub. Um, We just celebrated that anniversary on February 14th. It was in 1998 on Valentine's Day. She was at the Fire and Ice Ball at Roxy Nightclub, and... I think I've spoken about this on the show before. I got to go and be in attendance there, uh, due in no small part to the very kind stranger who was standing in line behind me at uh, the night we had to go get tickets. And I realized I didn't have enough cash in my wallet to even buy one ticket, much less two for me and my friend, because uh, they needed cash, not credit cards. And stupid me thought, oh, I'll just buy it with a credit card. And we didn't know this until we were 10 people away. Uh, and I literally, in a fit of anxiety turned to the man behind me and said, Oh my God, sir, can I borrow some money? (laughs) And (laughs) luckily he was a very wealthy gay and had a wallet with more money in a, in his wallet than I think I had ever known would fit in a wallet. And he said, how much do you need? And I said, "Uh, two, two tickets, which I think at the time it was like, I want to say $40. So he whipped out, it was either 40 or 60, I forgot, but he whipped out the money, gave it to me, and I was like, I have my checkbook and coat check. I'll, I'll write you a check after. And he, I waited with him and wrote him the check. And oh no, he, I was waiting with him and I said, I'll, We can go to coat check and I'll get you the, I'll write you the check now. And he said, No, no, 
just mail it to me. And I'm like, oh my God, I could never see this man again. And he, anyway, bless that soul for, for doing that because I was able to get the tickets. A week later, my friends and I went back to the Roxy. We were like 10 people in front uh, to, to get into the venue that night before they opened. And they opened the doors. And my friend and I ran to the catwalk and there we stood for five hours because I was like, <laughs> if I'm going to see Madonna up close in a nightclub, I am not moving and like dancing and drinking and all this. So her and I stood there for five hours and crowds eventually formed around us and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, at 2 a.m. when Madonna came out on stage and nobody thought she was going to be there. We all thought it was going to be like a drag performance or whatever. And when Madonna took that veil off her head and you saw that it was her, the push that happened because now every drunk motherfucker that was in the back of the nightclub doing coke or whatever suddenly wanted to be where I was. And they were like pushing to get us there. And this guy and me had to wrap our arms around my small little friend. I mean, cause she was like five, two and she, so she wouldn't get crushed against the security gate because the push was so much from people behind us. And can you believe, I always love this, Midway through Madonna's three-song performance, some bitches behind me were, like, tapping me on the shoulder, like, excuse me, sir, can we go in front of you now? Because you've been there the whole time. And I was like, girls, I waited here for five hours. Back the fuck up. And I was like, no. I'm like, no, they're not getting in front of me. Anyway, all that to say, Madonna touched my hand. She looked down and sang in my face. It was a euphoric moment I will never forget. And that... I think I was like bouncing on uh, the high of touching Madonna for hours after that. But um, it was amazing to watch Madonna perform and it's such a small venue and she was sort of like unrehearsed and sort of like very raw and real. And uh, it was, she was beautiful and amazing. And if you've seen any of the promotional performances from Ray of Light, it was that same look, you know, like the San Remo performance where she performed, yes. it was like that look and that, that was mm. the Madonna that showed up and it was William Orbit was there on stage as well. And for all of those who have asked, I have been told that there is no recorded film of that performance. Nope. Um, I, I'm hard pressed to believe that the Roxy didn't record it, but because the Roxy is no longer there, I wonder if maybe a, the tape got went missing or some collector somewhere must have a copy of it. If it exists, somebody must have it somewhere. But um, the set list was she came out to Sky Fitz Heaven. She then sang, um, oh, Shanti. And then she sang the 11 minute version of Ray of Light. So all of these songs were completely new to us because she had only released Frozen on the radio and we had never heard these songs. So when she was doing Sky Fits Heaven for the first time, it was the, that bass line, that bubbling bass line, that it was amazing. And then the 11, 11 minute version of Ray of Light, that's that 11 minute remix that she has out of it. Um, and with, with the guitar solo and she was like, Oh shit, I forgot my guitar solo. And she like gets down on her knees and she's playing air guitar. And it was amazing. It was uh, amazing. Um, so that was my, that's my favorite ray, and of, ray years, of light moment. Years, years later, later, I know. You grew, you grew up to discover that that gay man behind you who paid for your tickets, he'd grown up to be Anderson Cooper. No, wasn't him. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 
That would have been, been funny. Yeah, yeah there's Anderson funny. Cooper wouldn't have given you the money. Like, Correct. <laughs> yeah. Is he kind of mean? I don't know these things. No, he's wealthy. Wealthy people don't do that. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I don't know. That's how they're wealthy. They don't give out their money. I got you. Okay. All <laughs> uh, right. Let's go to the phones. For all those listening, if you'd like to call in, please call in and regale us with some of your favorite memories of the Ray of Light era, old and new. If you're uh, an if you lived through the time, great. And if you didn't, then um, maybe what were your what are your thoughts about Ray of Light now? Hello, you're on with NLVC. Who's this? Pablo, Hello. how are you? Hello, Pablo. Pablo, where are you calling from? From London. Oh, oh wow. and how's London today? As always, great, but. Um, yeah, um, um, cold weather, like 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 it's always been. But it's such a thrill to be talking to you guys. I've been such a huge fan for a long time. Ah, oh, thank you. And thank you. He, yes, and um, I'm really thrilled to be here with you today. It's my first time joining live. Well, welcome oh, to the live show. Tell us what is one of your favorite Ray of Light memories. Um, uh, I remember seeing Madonna talking about to have and not to hold, um, mm. because I'm, I'm, I'm a Brazilian guy. Uh, and I remember her talking about some of the influences that she had back in the day that she would listen a lot to some Brazilian singers of Bossa Nova. And, um, the song has some flavors of Bossa Nova on it. So that is something very close and sweet to my heart when I remember. I love yeah. to have and not to hold. I think that's such a, a beautiful song. And I also loved that she had said with that song, she slipped in the little bit from Shanti, that Ababukuru Shakaram. Mm-hmm. I oh, yeah. I never heard that before. And when she said that, she's like, oh yeah, I, I layered that bit from Shanti into To Have and Not To Hold. And now I'm like, oh my God, that's so beautiful that she put that little layer in there. So I've always loved that. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, you can feel the flavor of Bossa Nova in, in the strings. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something that makes the, the that that song unique, and I like it a lot. And I I really like Shanti as well because it's in Sanskrit, so it was mm-hmm. something out of a shocker to me to to listen to Madonna singing in a complete different language like like that. Yeah. So it was it was amazing, and and uh, if I can say. I think my favorite photo shoot from the te- from the time is that one that she made, like looking like a geisha. Mm, uh, oh the yeah, yeah. Black hair. Yes. Oh, the Harper. Patrick the Marshallier, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, she looked she looked iconic. beautiful. That that poker straight black hair that she had that it was such a good look on her. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally iconic, I think. Yeah. And she she went to the Grammys and and mm-hmm. well it was such a golden era I would say yeah Pablo real quick before we let you go where are you are you seeing Madonna on the celebration tour in London yes I'm going to be on the first uh, day 14th of October it was it was a struggle to get tickets but <laughs> yes. here we are and yeah and I'm, 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 I'll, I'll, I think I'll I'll just keep. Um, uh, Ben's advice, and I'll try later on to 
see if in some of the other dates I can get like last minute tickets. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. That's what, that's what I'm going to do as well. I think it's a, a smart thing to do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You'll be, you'll be lucky at that point. And we'll all be like sending out juju for everybody to get those <laughs> last minute tickets as well. Good seats. And I'm really, and I'm really looking forward to you, Liberty, and, and you, Stephen, to give us all the intel in the first uh, night. We like, are going to try. Let me tell you. It's, I, I'm going to have to have a, like, a spare battery for my phone to charge mid, midway because I have a feeling it's just like going to have a meltdown with all the recording I'm going to be doing that night. Yeah. It's, it's oh, one of those get, like – go ahead. You should get a couple of burner phones to do all I was going to say – Oh, smart. Yeah, that's smart. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that way you don't have to worry about destroying your own phone. Get a couple of burners to take with you and Smart. take all your video yeah. on that. Mm. Yeah, I like, the, I like the way you're thinking, Ben. I like the way you're thinking. Well, Pablo, thanks for calling in. Have a, a wonderful time. If we ever get over to London, we will, we will look you up and we'll have some tea. Thank you very much, guys. Keep on with the really nice job you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Thank Pablo. you. Enjoy your day. All right. We're off and running. Let's go to the phones. We're just going to randomly pick. Hold on. All right. Hi, you're on with MLVC. Who's this? This is Brandon from Houston. Brandon. Oh, oh Liberty, are you are you close to Brandon? Well, not, you know, next door or anything. <laughs> We're just down the road a bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll just hop on my little my little Your horse, horse and yeah. head on over. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, I had thought, Liberty, you were in Dallas, which is where I'm originally from, but you're in the San Antonio area. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. I'm not originally from San Antonio. I'm Don't give away your address, Liberty. Somewhere. People will show up at your house. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm at 12. Brandon's going to show up with a Madonna basket and he's going <laughs> to... I'm just kidding. Well, I do feel like Liberty and I should be friends, you know, like since oh, we're both sure. Texans. Yeah. Go to the local Madonna cowboy bar and have some beers and line dance to Don't Tell Me. Yeah, it's all don't tell me all the time. <laughs> right. Well, you know, will you be going to see her in Dallas or Houston, Liberty? I picked up Austin tickets. And oh. I, but a friend of mine, I mean, I have a, several good friends who are, who will go to the Dallas show. Um, but I'm thinking I may, you know, it's one of those last minute things where I'll go. Right. You know what? I, I'm just going to just hop in my car and drive over and get myself into that show because... I know what will happen is that I'll think, but maybe the FOMO. You'll have FOMO. Yes. You'll be sitting there being like so cranky to your kids. You'll be like, just shut up, Mama. I know. I'm trying to focus. <laughs> oh, I have FOMO so bad for you guys that I'm I'm doing the whole last minute possibly going to opening night. I'm I'm that is well, not out of the realm of possibilities. Let's let us all just have a moment to pray. That she yes. gets she gets prepared and ready on time, and that Vancouver mm-hmm. actually is that show. I mean, if not, I think there's right. isn't there a show right after Vancouver in Seattle? I think is that Seattle. the second show. Yeah. yeah. So yep. if she cancels Vancouver, if any of y'all have a, a spare ticket to Seattle, Liberty and I are going to be over that way. So yeah, we're gonna let's. Yes. But let's look. Let's put it out there that she's going to be ready and perform, and Vancouver will be the first night, and it'll be amazing, and, and we'll report what we can. Um, Brandon, let's talk yes. about Ray of Light. What's a favorite thing of yours from Ray of Light? Well, can I just say that this is one album for me, <clears throat> in my opinion, for me, is from top to bottom, I love every track. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I, 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 I just feel like it is a holistic 
I can listen to it. I don't skip a song. I think the lyrics are beautiful. Um, I, I, I just think that, yes, there are some, some, you know, hits. I think there's going to be a couple of songs, two or three from this album that'll be on the, this upcoming tour. But for me, um, and, and I'm curious what y'all's thoughts are. You know, we use the word reinvention, you know, a lot. And she reinvents herself all the time. For me, in my, in my Madonna journey, I feel like this was really the first time in media that it was, that it was used, or at least that's, that's my impression, that it was such a turn. It was so different that this was when uh, the general public really took note of her as a reinventor of herself and her, mm-hmm. you know, her music, but also her look. Thoughts? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would I would I'm agree there. And I I mean at the time. You is, that, is that mostly I, welcoming, I think, don't you? I, I think the reason why it was a big deal for her then was it was everything about her, like from the complete image shift to the real life image shift. You know, like it wasn't just her like hair and her, her look for the album, but it was also, she was now a mother, which was something completely different for her being a pop star. And then it was also the music. The music was completely different from anything she had put out. So, um, yeah, I think that's yeah. sort of where it emanated from. Well, I, I think doubly to that, it, if I'm, Oh God, like my memory, but casting my mind back to like the reviews and the sort of like, critical press of of the era and the album at the time part of it was in conjunction it was both a reinvention of her but it was also a reinvention of the pop star at 40 so it was the first time also that her age was being brought into it in a way that was interestingly enough not negative but you know because a lot of pop stars become moms and their whole energy shifted. And instead she pushed forward creatively in a way that was both reinvention of herself, but reinvention of what, you know, she yeah. could have went the share route and just kept singing Diane Warren songs <laughs> for the rest of her life. Right. But instead right. she like forged this whole new energy. And I think that era and that album is so prescient and like influences people in ways. And I think this is what Brandon's tapping into because then you think about what Beyonce just did with Renaissance and how she pushed both her sound and her image and her energy forward at 40 Mm -hmm. in a very similar way. I mean, different musically, but a very similar sort of just the way everyone reacted to it. So yeah, I think it was the first time we got to see that happen, except for maybe mm-hmm. Tina Turner's comeback, but that was totally different. So And I just feel like the album, like I just listened to it obviously before we got on this um live podcast. Um it is it is to me every it is still so current. It is still so yeah. fresh. It is still a, a welcomed listen. Uh it could be played on the radio today for, for my liking. You know, I, I just feel like from top to bottom, it's a phenomenal album. Um, All right. I'm, I'm going to be just a little controversial for you for just one second. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I, as much as I would love to say Ray of Light is a skipless album. I skip skin 
every single time. Oh, I'm logging out. Goodbye. (laughs) You're dead to me. You are dead to me. Yeah, I I don't know why, but I know this is controversial. Um, But yeah, I just, there's something about skin. I just, I feel like I'm like, oh, it just goes on too long. I don't feel like it's, there's, there's no hook. There's no hook to it. We have to unpack this. Yeah, we do. Like what's going on there? What is the point into the song where you, where that feeling comes into your person? Um, I, I, yeah, I do have to it's like analyze what it is about the song. There is something I, I can't describe it right now, I, but I was listening to it on the, uh, on the train ride, uh, before we went on live and I was like, mm, no, I just can't, I can't, I always it, try to love it and I just can't. Is it I, the lyrics or the music? Can you the identify mu- it's the, that? It's the music. It's the music. Really? There's, That's shocking. there's something about the, like, it seems a little too dense and not, um, there's just something about it. Yeah, it just, I, I, it's very, so, look, there is always one song on every Madonna album that I skip, always. There's, there, there is never one mm. album that I am, like, all the way through in love with. There's always one. This and on, is so on Ray of Light, it's skin. So I'm shocked I, I, we don't, because... We don't have the time to go through the other ones, but, but trust me, on every single album, there's at least one song where I'm like... Wait, no, are, there other sk- are there other skips for you? Not on Ray of Light, no. Oh, okay. No, on okay. Ray, not on Ray of Light, on other albums. That's so totally. funny because I'll say for me, like when, I, when I'm listening to that record, now when I first was like, oh my gosh, I got the record, it's in my hands, I'm listening to it. Candy Perfume Girl was that song for me. Mm. I was like... This doesn't go anywhere for me, but I like it a lot now. So that's strange. And I don't know if it was Drowned World Tour that did that for me. Um, But when I heard on that special, on that Kurt Loder special, there's like a, there were like snippets of skin throughout. And that was what was really like, I have to get my hands on that record for sure because mm. it's so different. Yeah. And um, nope, nope. That's no. interesting. Okay. To me, Impressive so, Instant is like a grown up skin. Oh, I will fight. Those are fighting words, Liberty. I don't feel that way. Take your earrings off. We are going to the parking lot. two different genres. So, Stefan, question. Let's flash back to 1998. Yes. So, Skin is very much in the sonic forest of, like, trance music at that time. Correct. Did did you listen to trance music in that era? I was picky and choosy about trance, yes. Okay. All right. So now I'm starting to see through the curtains of your window on this song. <laughs> like, I'm kind of... Because that opening line, do I know you from somewhere? Oh, Why so amazing. Know? I know. I, mean, I like that. I think it goes off the rails. lyrics like, ever. Oh somewhere it goes off the rails for me. I'll, we'll, we'll do a deep dive on skin one day. Uh, I'll white knuckle it through the episode, but we'll, we'll, we'll do a deep dive. Um, anyway, Brandon, thank you for, for bringing this up and please let me, let everyone, I'm letting everyone know. Don't come, don't come for me. Uh, oh, we won't come for you. you. Uh, I, I, I just hate, want, I, I don't just hate wanna, skin. I just, I just wanna, don't. I don't listen to it. <laughs> well, and I just want to say, love the podcast. Love the three oh, of you guys. You. Your energy is thank phenomenal. Um, of course, I appreciate you, Stefan, always replying <laughs> to my direct messages. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. That's so like a sweet. full-time job, just so you know. I can't even not, imagine. Not, I can't not even. your messages, but just messages in general. <laughs> <laughs> I need an assistant. I need like an intern to answer all the messages. I'm there. I'm, 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 hire me. I'll work for free. There you go. Um, well, let anyway, us know if you end you guys, up coming to, if you come to Vancouver, let us know. 
Absolutely. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll have an extra ticket for Liberty at one of the Houston shows. Oh, Brandon, I will show go. up at your front door. <laughs> Do not. Go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, you guys have a great one. Thank you. You too, Brandon. Bye. 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 Bye Wait, before we take the next caller in the aftermath of that very <laughs> traumatic conversation, the three of us need to say what our favorite song from Ray of Light is. We have not done that yet. Mm, okay. okay. I'm not ready. You go, Ben. What? You're not? Oh, mine is skin and because we got to fight. So, yeah, there you go. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I got a hole in the woods. Let's go. <laughs> Liberty, what's your favorite song? Oh, God. It goes, you know, for a long time, it was Nothing Really Matters. Mm. But I think Swim is now oh, my favorite. Love that song. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right. So, my favorite Ray of Light song is very mood dependent because it, I think it changes depending on like if I'm feeling up, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling angry, if I'm feeling, you know, I, it, because it could be, there's so many songs on that album that I absolutely love. I think I always have to go back to the first single, which is Frozen, just because I think that introduced us to the world and gave us the sonic landscape that we were being given to. Um, I mean, I, I would, like I said, I would want to say I love Ray of Light because I incessantly played Ray of Light over and over and over again to the point where like people were like telling me, Stefan, you have to stop playing Ray of Light because I can't, <laughs> I can't listen to it anymore. Um, I mean, I love nothing really matters. I love, like, there's so many songs, Power of Goodbye. I mean, like, I was, as I was walking down the road, traveling down my own road, re-listening to the album, I was, I mean, Sky Fits Heaven, you know, when she yeah. flew at Drown World Tour to Sky Fits Heaven, I was like, oh my God. Like, but yeah, then there's amazing. also, like, there's also, you know, I love that she gave us Has to Be, the little B-side that came oh, on the, the Ray of oh, Like, so has, has to Be so is beautiful. probably one of the only songs I emotionally resonate with from Madonna where like a lot of her writing, I don't necessarily feel like, Oh, she's writing the song about an experience that I've had, but has to be, I was like, yep. Madonna finally wrote a song. <laughs> she finally oh, yeah. wrote if, a song about the sadness of being yeah, single. If you were a single gay when that song came out, you were like, that was your like, let yes. me cry in my yes. song. 100%. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's also, I mean, the, the arrangement is brilliant of that song too. All right. So, yeah. you know what? Maybe I'll say has to be is one of my favorite songs off the album, even though it's not technically on the album, but um, yeah. It's on the it's, Japanese version. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so many good songs though. I mean, seriously, oh. it's Mer Girl. Don't I was gonna say Mer Girl. Oh, so so the vocal so on that song, I can just I will sometimes if when I'm writing poetry and I need to like channel something dark that's from my family life, there is one song I go to and I just play it on repeat the entire time I'm writing, and that's Mer Girl. That's mm. a oh, masterpiece, yeah. an absolute mm. and Orbit's interview about how they actually created that and how it was written, like totally blows my my art creator mind i'm i still can't believe that's how they created that it's just so ridiculous wait tell remind me i'm i'm, I'm blanking oh, remember on that. he said he had like the basic keyboard line and she had some rough ideas for like the lyrics and she just went in and sang that straight through and he recorded it and then built some of the keys and the percussion mm. around it after that like that's God, why that's it's fabulous. so ambient and and sort of doesn't really have like a 
a strict structure that all the structure was created by, you know, the semi verses and choruses that she sang in the booth. Mm, I love that. And again, Madonna is always not getting enough credit for the songwriter that she is. And I think how, you know, melodies and harmonies sort of live in her head. And because we don't really get to see a bit of the creative process with her, or she's not like, she doesn't come across as a songwriter, like a Taylor Swift, where it's like Madonna sitting down playing her guitar and writing songs, or she's at the piano, you know, writing the music. I don't think she gets the credit that she's given, but when you told me that and reminded me of like, how there was this one clip of Madonna on tour. I think it was the MDNA tour and she's being, she's doing an outfit change on the runway and she starts singing. No one changes my clothes. Just like Lisa, Lisa, Lisa changes. And she's riffing off of no one changes my clothes. Just like Lisa. And she just keeps going with it. And the musicians in the band start complimenting her as she's going. And it just becomes this funny little song that she makes up on the spot. And I'm like, see, there's brilliance there. That's, that's musicality to be able to come up with something like that on the spot and have the musicians join in. That's, there's a musicality to that. And I think that that's where, you know, her, she doesn't get the credit that she deserves. And so I, who who knows how many other songs that she's done are created like that, but I love that story. Thank you for sharing that, Ben. Yeah. Well, and this, but to your point about her process and to make a loop out of this, this live episode so far, we have to go back to what Liberty pointed out with ultrasound. That episode of ultrasound was really the first time Yes. Especially for those of us who'd been around since the beginning, that was our first time getting to see her process in the studio Mm -hmm. and her energy with William and Pat McCarthy and all the crew. And, you know, of course, our queen, Kurt Loder, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) up in there doing his thing. And, And so I think that enriches to Brandon's point about the reinvention and the album as a whole experience that, um, you know, part of it begins with that kernel of the ultrasound and we were finally allowed into the process, which was not something we had seen to that point. Well, and yeah, and on that special, that was the special that you saw her recording skin. Yep. Yep. And that I remember somebody, I think, I don't remember where I saw the, 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 somebody, the, the guy who recorded the video of her singing skin, it was just him and her in the sound booth as she was recording. And he was like, I was so nervous having to record that. He's like, no one had ever been in a recording booth with her before. And she didn't want to do it. And she finally allowed it. And he's like, I just sat there quietly while she sang the song. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. That would have been like amazing to witness and see maybe if I had been that man sitting in the recording studio with her, then I would love skin too. Yep. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you're just hateful and we can't oh, about it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Somebody send me uh, a remix of Skin that strips out the production value that William Orbit has. Maybe a reproduced version of, you know, it's like, look, it's like the hate that Hard Candy gets. Like maybe if we strip out the the Timbaland production and somebody reproduces some of those songs, y'all might like um 
you know, four minutes a little bit better or See, I am not a hard candy hater. Cause that's, that's the true divorce album. Like Guy mm-hmm. Ritchie and her total disdain for what was happening there. It's all over that album. It, that's a, yeah. that's another one like American life that is slightly misaligned, but whatever yes. that's for another day. Yes. Well, well that's another live show. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you my skip for that album when we get to it. Oh all my right. God. <laughs> There's always one, kids. There's always one. Uh, we're only going to be able to take a couple more calls because Stefan's got things to do in New York City. Um, hello. I know who this is. Hola, muchachos. Happy Saturday. Hey, <laughs> Speaking of Spanish lesson, hello, Andrew. Uh, how's it going, guys? Thank you so much for today's live. I'm loving everything. It's going. Oh, send us that Florida heat. <laughs> I'm so wounded by that revelation, I just can't even. But we shall go oh on. God. You can't recover. Stop it. <laughs> it was like therapy. I was I was sitting down. I was waiting for the the lectures. The breakthrough. The breakthrough. <laughs> the I'm lectures. shook. I'm shook. Whatever. It's like the first time you see mom and dad fight. You're like, what? <laughs> no, that was there was no fight there. We like I said, we were trying to see through the curtains of your window. So we'll get uh, you look. I will re-listen to Skin, <laughs> and I will see what it is you must. about you Skin that sort of annoys me. But um, yeah, I'm look, so funny. If I had to rank the album, that would be my least favorite song off the album. But I'm not saying that it's a terrible song. We know. We know. <laughs> No, it's such a good album. It's like Brendan said, from beginning to end. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't this the first album after Avita's vocal training too? So there's that, Mm -hmm. the levels of that. And I mean, for me, it's like, it's Like a Prayer, it's Ray of Light and Confessions. Like those are my, if I'm on a desert island, I'm going to loop all those three from beginning to end and not even skip Mm -hmm. one song. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, it was there for me. You know what I mean? I was 17. I had just gone through a breakup. It was like, uh, it was just, it was, it was therapy for me really. So, um, my favorite look has to be Kevin O'Quan's, uh, power of goodbye makeup that he created. So good, right? She's in face forward twice. Um, and then around that same time, she was on the cover with Tina Turner and, Uh, who else I'm like you know thank you for Rolling Mm -hmm. Stone and Mm -hmm. Kevin also did the makeup for that so that hands down is like my go-to like Madonna makeup you know and then even now to this day like I will just put on that that album if I need I don't know a little bit of motivation or I'm feeling down it just from getting to end it just gets me going you know Mm -hmm. um Fun fact, I met Kevin O'Quan when I was 18 at a book signing at Barnes & Noble's at at the Grove. And I waited in line like a little groupie forever, and I made him sign the the page that he did, uh, Madonna's Makeup. And then he just wrote, uh, Andrew, be brave like Madonna. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So, I know. Andrew, you said that you encountered Ray of Light at 17. Was mm-hmm. that your entry into Madonna fandom? Oh, no. Oh, no, you honey. No. Before that. Okay. My, my mom was like the Madonna drag queen original. Like, she had her playing <laughs> while she was pregnant with me. And just, I mean, I came out of the womb, like, just rocking. It's up. so funny because my mom's, like, <laughs> jealous of my love that I have for Madonna. I'm like, Mom, it's your fault. You introduced yeah. me to her. You had all her posters everywhere. You took me to the record store to buy her vinyls. Like, it's thanks to you. You know what I mean? So, 
yeah, no, I've always been a fan. I was that little queen just, you know, dancing in the back, like just hysterically. So gotta love her. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think in a lot of ways, Madonna's in a way kind of like a second mom to many of us. You know? For sure. Or maybe and the this main tour mom. celebration is just gonna be it's gonna be epic. I can't wait. It's Yes. We've got only a couple months, here. counting down, counting yes. down. Yeah, but we're starting early. Wait. Oh, She's of course. Starting yeah, early. We're so gonna that's... yeah, like a couple months beforehand. We're just gonna every show is just gonna be about this celebration countdown. Yes. <laughs> well, Andrew, thanks it. for calling in. We love to hear Thank from you. Thank you so much. Also, last episode on the Podbean podcast, so good uh, with uh, Ron. Um, I know Ron. I think you need yes. to start your own podcast. He's gonna, he's, <laughs> gonna, he's gonna put us out of business. I absolutely loved it. But yeah, thank you guys for everything. Love you so much. Love you oh, too. Thank you, Andrew. Bye. 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 Oh, it's that. Yeah. Andrew loves that. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we uh, can't use that. That's how they end the episode of no, Smartless. Yeah. No, no, we will not. We will not. Yeah, um, oh, I know. So, but wait, before we take our last caller, I did want to just say the sad news of I am not going to be able to attend the Queerties. Mm. I, I I was so looking forward to going, and I looked into doing the trip, and it is literally just going to cost me way too much money to go. And I was like, I just I can't afford, you know, ten thousand uh, yeah. dollars for a trip to, you know, to California. Listen, just, Stefan, ten. What is wrong with you? It's just ten thousand. Come on, <laughs> sure. you don't have that money. Just like no. Well, you know, first class airfare. You know, five star hotel. Okay. You know, a, a convertible rental car when I'm there. You know, it's like I'm not going cheap. Krug Rose, <laughs> lemon drops, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're not doing Frontier in a hostel. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I I did look into going on the trip and. Um, it is a couple grand and even like bottom barrel, like hotel and airfare and, and whatnot. And I was like, I just can't, I can't afford to, especially mostly because a few months later, we're going to be doing it again for Vancouver, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. oh, I'd rather yeah. conserve, I'd rather conserve the money. And, but I mean, I got a fantastic little suit all lined up for the red carpet. I look fantastic wearing it and I'm like, all right, well, at least I have a new suit to wear. And it's like, where's my wealthy husband? Like yeah. I need, I need a sugar daddy to just be like, yeah, here's five grand go to LA and walk the red carpet for the queerties. But yeah, that um, would be ideal. That Can would be I wonderful. Get one of those I know too? I need one Can of those. Just, where's yeah. like one, one 900, you know, sugar daddy. I, I, hot rich, hot yeah, rich. Exactly. Hus- exactly. Hot, hot rich, rich husbands, hot rich husbands.com. Um, anyway, <laughs> But thank you, everyone, for voting for us. I mean, obviously, there's still a chance we could win. I don't think we will. But there's still a chance that all of your votes might count. So you can vote until the 21st, which is coming up uh, this coming Tuesday. So keep on voting. Um, I know I vote multiple times a day on various computers and phones and vote. Uh, So um, maybe we'll take the trophy home. I don't like I'll be like Joan Crawford when she won the Oscar. I'll just be at home and... Mm. I'll wear my suit at home and and wait for the phone call that I won, and uh, I'll let you know someone accept on our behalf. You know, so. yeah. 
You can send like a video thing. Exactly. Right? I'll I'll post it online, you know, my mm-hmm. acceptance speech, you know, thanking all of you and yeah, it'll be it'll be fantastic. Um anyway, all right, we are going to take one more call um, randomly. Uh, let's see. Hello. I, I never know if it clicks through. I don't think it's clicked through yet. It's still flashing. Up. Oh. Hi, you're on with MLVC. Who's this? Hi. Uh, Tony from Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Tony. How are How's you? How's it going? I'm great. Um, I don't think I've I've called in before, but I've never been on when Liberty's on. So I wanted to say shout out to a fellow educator. Yes, one, Tony. Yeah, and one who also like schools the kids on Madonna and. Uh, make sure that they understand who the queen is. That's right. We have a lot of work to do because these kids, I'm telling you what. Yeah, for real. They like her though. Well, good. I'm not being so successful. I don't know what's up with you. Why? Why? This? All you this need to do a TikTok with them and use. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I have them do it to, like TikTok with back that up to the beat or something. Yeah, but then they'll be like, "Oh, you're on TikTok. You're so." Because they think of me as like a boomer, I guess. You're old compared mm-hmm. to them. But yeah, but then they tell me, "What? You're 45. We, you only look 40." <laughs> they're so, they're so backwards. The kids today, they have no idea. They need so much assistance. Yeah, the Gen <laughs> X to them is like, um, I guess the boomers to us. But they, I think they think anybody that's not. 20 is old. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, do. It's they true. Do. All right, well, Tony, tell us something that you love about the Ray of Light era. I love a lot about it. So I get late 90s, um, a few years into my coming out journey, I had, you know, I had Evita and Don't Cry For Me Argentina when I was like a baby gay. But then 24, 25 years old, Ray of Light was the, the record that was out. So it was just super fun to be able to like, go to the clubs and dance to Madonna really for the first time that I've been doing since 1983. So that was really cool. But then also I drove to Provincetown by myself for the first time. And I remember going over one of those giant, like terrifying bridges and Sky Fitzheaven came on. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like randomly. Well, not random in late nineties days, according to the mix CD, but correct. Right. Right. Yeah. And that was just, it was like, oh, I'm here. This is a sign. It's a symbol, you know. <laughs> I can fly off the bridge. <laughs> and, then you, and then you had one of the most magical, transcendent moments in Provincetown that you never thought. You, it was one of those weekend romances with a man whose name you don't remember anymore. But Absolutely. You'll, you'll never forget <laughs> the experience that you two shared, and it was magical. And, um, yeah, I know. We've... We've heard it all. We've been there. That is we, the exact story. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That's I, I think Madonna would be proud of that. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I think Baby Skin is not my favorite, but not one that I skip either. Mm. So I'm skip, somewhere in the middle right. of that. So do you skip any songs on Ray of Light? What I do these days is like put thematic mixes together. So for her, for the whole span of the career, mm. and there's something from Ray of Light that's always going to get fit uh, into that somewhere. So that is a yes. He does skip a song <laughs> on Ray of Light. He's just not letting us know. Well, probably to have and not to hold would probably I, be the one. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. he's also talking about the fact that just how we consume music has changed so much. I want to yeah. advocate for everyone listening. 
go sit down, listen to Ray of Light start to finish with no skips, at least that initial <laughs> re-listen. Do that for your soul. It will do you good. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it yes. was also like, you know, listening to it in the car, you would always listen to the whole thing through the CD. It was like the fumbling with CDs in the car era, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's such a good road trip album, strangely enough, for all its transcendentalism and spirituality it also speaks to that sort of american on the road spirit in such that's a great true. way it yeah. really well, does. M- multiple songs are talking about traveling you know? yeah yeah well it's good it's for coast to coast too i mean mm-hmm. you've got the right. ocean and everything yeah it's totally a road trip album yeah and it's good yeah. for driving fast i think yes yes most of the not songs. not not reckless mlvc does not advocate <laughs> does not advocate for reckless driving just safe quick driving right yeah. so do Spot not ask me <laughs> and i, I think you should give the ray of light remixes a shot there's so many good ones oh. like that really yeah, that is true I, you know a good thank you for bringing that up that is a very good point ray of light is probably one of the best remixed albums that she's got uh, hands down all of the like even Drown World Substitute for Love, yeah. which was not a single in America, still got amazing remixes. Yeah. All the Frozen remixes are amazing. All the Ray of Light remixes are amazing. Yeah. Remix of Frozen. Oh mm-hmm. my God. That's mm-hmm. my go to. Well, and oh. let's, for, for a minute, because we didn't really talk about visuals. She gave us some amazing visuals from that album. We got mm-hmm. the Frozen video with Veronica Electronica turning into birds in the desert. We got Ray of Light, which I think gave me a neck hernia because I was trying to move so fast. Uh, We got Drown World Substitute for Love, which, hello, Madonna running down a hallway. That's Mm -hmm. all I need to give me happiness is Madonna running in a video. And Power of Goodbye, where she goes to Gothdana-esque locks with dark hair and that gorgeous dress that dress fits her so well in that video and that kiss with Goran Vincic is one of the most amazing on-screen kisses she's ever done in a video it's like the kiss that just never it's like a 30 second kiss on video it's amazing Um, am I missing any other visuals oh nothing really matters nothing really matters oh my god oh lord the herky-jerkiness of nothing really matters so good I there's a a guy who has been doing reaction videos for he's a British guy who's been doing reaction videos for Madonna videos and I'm always so baffled as to like how these people have never seen all of these videos and he's like oh I'm sitting down to watch nothing really matters for the very first time and he's like I have to rewatch that. That's one of the most amazing. I never thought we'd see Madonna do something as amazing as this. I'm rewatching it right now. And I'm like, uh, yeah, where have you been? How have you not seen this video already? Um, yeah, it's, it's there so are, good. There's some photos. Um, and I guess it's one of them, like around this sort of shoot for the single cover for nothing really matters that are mm. absolutely phenomenal photos of her. Mm. And I don't know who took them, but she's sort of like, Got a see-through top on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a one-off photographer. She only shot with him once, and they used one of the photos for the single cover. God, what magazine was that in? It was not an American recall. publication. Was it she Spin? Did, I think there was. was I think it Spin? I want to say Spin. The one that we were talking about earlier with Democlier was Harper's Bazaar. Yes. Right. And no. Then, Oh, details. Thank you. Details. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That's what I thought about. Oh, details. R.I.P. Details. Um, right? That, that, 
magazine no longer exists. Oh, they've been right? gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, I used to love my Details magazine. Yeah. Oh my God, they had the best review of a Madonna album ever for bedtime stories. We have to talk about that in the future. Oh my God. So oh well, uh, and then so, all right. Well, Tony, you, you we're yeah. also gonna we're also gonna ask you what was your favorite uh, performance from Ray of Light because Ray of Light there was a bevy of promotional performances. I think I remember seeing the Rosie O'Donnell show. Yeah, mm. performed on that. Mm-hmm. She maybe was on it twice during the Ray of Light promotion too. That sounds right for some reason. And it was mm-hmm. so because they were like just so familiar with each other that it was a great interview and. It was Madonna. Like you hadn't really heard Madonna talk for a while like that. Yeah. 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 And she was so Cor- sort of relaxed. <laughs> and she was there was one where she did yoga with Rosie. Yeah. Like and that was that yeah, was her, her, her mic pack. Her mic pack yeah. dropped out. Yeah, and, yeah. Her butt crack was showing in those plaid pants. It was <laughs> <laughs> but she was like playful and um up for up for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so I mean, imagined was friends with Rosie O'Donnell off camera, right? And and how can we forget Oprah? Oh my God, the best! The Oprah performance is phenomenal. Watching Oprah sing to Ray or try to sing to Ray of Mm -hmm. Light. Come on, that was amazing. I mean, all of the Frozen performances. She did a little bit too much lip syncing during that period of time. Like there was a lot of like the San Remo Festival. She lip synced to Power of Goodbye and Frozen, and like there was a bunch of like lip sync but then the amazing performances where she sang live like obviously the grammys where she performed nothing really matters um Mm -hmm. and god bless her for wearing those those pegged shoes Uh, i mean that was little star yes it was amazing yeah i'm like liberty i love as much as i love the ray of light the high energy and the crazy vocals on oprah it was sitting with omar and the gang at the piano for little star that really sold it it was so mm-hmm. pretty oh my yes gosh. really really pretty yeah. the only performance of that song we've ever gotten yeah maybe lord has told her never to sing that live again Lourdes doesn't remember that <laughs> <laughs> what do you think from ray of light she'll play on celebration Frozen and oh, Ray of Light. Frozen and Ray of Light. Yeah, Maybe sure. nothing really matters. No. She'll, nothing really matters won't make it. She'll do... You I, d- I doubt she'd even do Ray of Light. I, I could see oh, her she'll doing... she'll do a version of it where she doesn't... She'll have it rearranged so she doesn't have to hit the big note. Uh, she, she's never hit that big note after until... I, no, I don't think she's I'm, ever done it, right? And, uh, um, unless... She sorry. hit it on Oprah. Oprah she did, but she never did it on tour, did she? I, I mean, can't think of a time. close the night I saw Drowned World in Detroit at Auburn Hills. Like, she was in, that was, and I saw it the night before it was on HBO. And so her voice was much better the first night of the Detroit shows at Drowned World. And because mm. then when I was at home the next night watching it live on HBO, I was like, ooh, I was glad I went to see that on night one. Because <laughs> um, she did that first night in Detroit. She hit yeah. the note. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a note you can't do multiple times. I saw her in Detroit for um, Rebel Heart, and she hit a note on Ghost Town that, like, mm. silenced the stadium. It was super powerful. Well, send wow. us that video oh. clip. <laughs> oh, I wish. I, <laughs> I'm usually just mesmerized. What? I, I, I don't take videos. Oh, my Lord. Where is the, you, don't have, you didn't have your phone out? Come on. Probably Randy. not. I know. Well, I mean, 
I'll have it out in celebration, though, if we're allowed. He puts his phone away and just is there (laughs) in the moment with the goddess. That's what we're supposed to do. Yes, agreed. I can't stand these people who watch the entire concert through their phones. No, I know. I just want to throw my shoe at them. I will record a few bits and pieces and then put it away because I just want to be present. Yeah, that's what I do. I want to watch her, you know? I actually had a whole blessing because I just recently went to a concert, a Ryan Bingham show, and I was I filmed I was filming a video and midway through my phone's like, you have no more storage. And I was like, <laughs> well, fine, if you want to be that way. And I had to put it away. And I was like, that's probably what I should have done altogether. Yep. I just kept it. That's in my why pocket. we're going to get burner phones for Vancouver. So. Yeah, there you go. Phones. I know I have a few little clips of um, Love Don't Live Here Anymore. Oh, so good. That's well, that's worth it. That's worthwhile. Yeah. Well, Tony, thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, I am totally supportive of you all being correspondents. We've got to make thank you. Thank Thank you, Tony. I think we need to just inundate Gaio Siri. I I was told that Gaio Siri would need to be the person who authorizes that. So, um, yeah, we just need to inundate Gaio Siri with like, make us the tour correspondence. Like in the VIP lounge with whatever, whoever is promoting. Yes. You know, behind the, behind the set, behind the stage, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be be amazing. Or as, as people are coming into the venue, I just sort of like go up to people and, you know, it'll it'll be a hoot. Yeah, exactly. Like Billy, Billy on the street, but MLVC version. Yeah, and sort so of like if audience. To, if you need help, like I'll rally for sure. <laughs> Thank fun. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, Tony. Thanks for calling in. You do. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Well, I'm glad we had a Tony on the show today because Aww. I think our boy Tony is probably having a little sleep in in in, in Cali in California. So. Yeah. Um, well, you two, I think that's all we've got time for because I've got, I've got things to do here in New York City. Um, and one of them is not stalking Madonna. Sure. Right. We know why you're really in right. NYC. <laughs> oh, stop it. I mean, you might get to Brooklyn by the time she starts rehearsals. So. I was going to say, just show up around, you know, 3 a.m. By the time exactly. the train gets you over there, it'll be time. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Who needs sleep when you're in New York? Just, you know. Hey, tour correspondents, they begin from, you know, the very first rehearsal times. That's the tour correspondent. (laughs) I forgot that we had sound effects. I'm just trying to, I'm just, I'm just putting them out. I'm just putting them out now. Um, All right, everybody. Well, that is our show. Thank you everyone for tuning in, for calling in. Sorry if we couldn't get to your phone call today. We're you know it's we're inundated with calls so what can i say um just remember celebrate ray of light the anniversary is coming up uh this whenever the 22nd is wednesday 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 the 22nd so uh play the album no skips i promise i won't skip skin i promise i won't skip skin (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna picture your sour face every time it comes on like whip put your hands on my skin yes (laughs) i'll smile through it don't worry um he doesn't like you don't like touch you're not like that's not your love i know that that is incorrect liberty oh okay all right just checking (laughs) maybe i'll make skin my my mantra for my 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 experience here in new york well, you know, what we could do is the next song we do is a, is a skin Skin reference. deep dive, skin deep dive. Yeah, there we I, go. I think that's, yeah. That right, needs get a little, okay, yeah. well, 
I, I'm, I'm amenable to that. Okay, well, we'll see what sparks. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. More episodes to come, and enjoy the rest Absolutely. of your weekend. Ben, yeah. Rudy, always lovely to talk to you. So Bye lovely to you. chat with you guys. Be good and, um, you know, listen to Ray of Light today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not ending it that way. Oh, Oh. bye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Farewell. Goodbye. (laughs) I mean, or if you just be like Madonna and just walk out of the room. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Toodles.